Listener Production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he knocked the headgear off him. This is G'day, it's Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Coming up, we talk about what a difference Nico Hines makes. And I'm going to jump into what I've been up to in the last 24 hours. And we're going to take your take on expansion. It it gets a bit messy, doesn't it? Mm, Very much so. Messy. On the listener app, this is Footy Talk. Wado, Woodsy, and Maroon. Uh, well, good morning or good day to you guys. Uh, Wado, uh, big weekend for you. I know you don't get to go out much, but you did manage to catch up with your uh, with your teammates. Yeah, it was good. Obviously, a really good performance eh, in the derby on Sunday um, Sunday night, the last game of the round. Um, they're always special games and seven day turnaround. So had a couple of beers in the sheds after with the boys, and it was good. Mm, yeah, Woodsy. Well, it's not his team anymore. I don't know who yeah. his team is. Where your team, brother? Yeah, this is the best team I've ever been involved yeah. in. Yeah. Mm. Well, look, you know, welcome to you too, Woodsy. Of course, the news is all out now that yep. you have uh, uh, changed teams. You, you're going to be playing for Manly. Yep. And all judging by what we witnessed on Saturday night, boys, you're going to a very, very classy looking team, DCE, Turbo, and of course, young Schuster. And up front there, big Paseca and the Trebojevic boy, Jakey. It's a great team. Yeah, it's a good good team, but they just seem to they're gelling really well at the moment, Maroon, and... It's only early on in the year that they did win the preseason comp, but mm. not many people took notice of that, especially yourself. No, but, well, um, that's right, because it's only the preseason comp. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, they just seem like a side that's on the up, and they're, they're going really well. No disrespect to the Dragons, but we just come to a mutual agreement. They wanted a couple of the younger kids that they've signed long-term, mm. and Manly approached them about getting me across. So right. uh, one door shuts, another door opens, so it's just an opportunity. So when you say you come to a mutual agreement, you didn't want to be there, and they didn't want you there either. <laughs> was that what I thought I was going to be there the whole year, but then I just got uh, I got told that mm. uh, there's a couple of young kids that they've because they've already signed them for the next couple of years, and then they just thought if they can get them in now, they can fast track them. Why not? I tell I tell you a good uh, good story from the weekend Sunday. So um, for those who don't know, Woody's young bloke Buster. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite funny. He's he's a front row a front row of son. His favorite player is a winger. Ronaldo Mortalo <laughs> is his favorite player, and Ronnie actually organised a jersey for him during the week. Has Buster number five on the back, Sharky's jersey. So bloody beautiful. Woodsy lobs up to the game. His young bloke's in the Sharky's kit with his favourite player. Not only that, we win the game, and Buster actually brushes his old man and comes in our sheds with Ronnie <laughs> singing the team song. But it happened on the field. So I'm there talking to Ronnie, and then um, I think Braden Trindle he spotted my missus in the crowd, and Buster was with her. And he got her and then, hey, Bust, how you going? I went to give him a big cuddle and he's just brushed me, sidestepped straight to Ronnie. So you're kidding. <laughs> and then as we're on the way on home, he goes, Daddy, did you sing to your team song too? And I was like, ah, no team song <laughs> no, in our shed, brother. You know, what, you know what our boys are like? Like Toby Rudolph, uh, like Ronaldo, there's mates. water getting sprayed everywhere. There's little Buster with his water <laughs> yeah, bottle spraying no, the roof. No, it, was, it was awesome. What a great story. <laughs> that was good. For he, mate, you know yeah. what? I love it that he's got a team. Mm. And then I've been to nearly every team in the competition, but um, he's picked one side. So yeah. I'm very happy that – and it's Sharks. It's a great club, so I'm happy for him. Yeah, and it's a great – look, a great memory for him. He's old enough to remember as he gets older. Yep. And, look, speaking of uh, – you said you've been to more than one team. Great thing is for a bloke like me, knocking around with you two blokes, you are current NRL players. Yep. So I can get to ask you those questions, those silly questions like – what is it going to be like to change teams? Silly questions that you want to know the answer I to. I just want to, because a bloke on the hill like me goes, 
How's this going to work? He's changing teams five rounds into the comp and it'll probably only be a matter of weeks you're playing against the Dragons. Yeah, look, so this is the second time I've done it. Yeah. Um, the first time was was actually really nervous. Um, it was actually coming from the Bulldogs to Canola Sharks. Yeah. I didn't have any meetings with the Sharks whatsoever. So Bulldogs had salary cap problems and at the time they were trying to get rid of a few players but they couldn't. No team wanted them. And then the only two players that we gathered interest from other clubs was myself and Moses Zembai. So Moses, I think he went on the, the 30th or 29th of June, then I went on the 30th of June. But the thing for me was that I felt really comfortable with Cronulla because I've, I've played with Wado at origin level. You know, Gao, I think Matty Pryor was there, oh, yeah. Luke Lewis. There was so many, Andrew Fafita, like I, I played the 20s with. There's so many guys I already knew and it just made the transition so much. I didn't even speak to Flano before I got there. So I remember one day we played the game, I think it was on the Saturday or Sunday at Belmore. We had recovery on, on Tuesday. We are in the pool as we finished the swimming session, the trainer, Tony Grimaldi, goes, mate, go inside, check your phone. I've been told that oh, I had my manager miss me about ten, I missed 10 missed calls, called him back. He said, mate, you need to come see me now. You need to get your termination papers. I've just agreed to Cronulla for you. So there's no real say in the matter. I, I do remember, you remember that. that. I remember it too because normally, you know, there's always talk, right, media talk. Someone always finds out or there's a bit of speculation or at least there's a bit of forewarning of the news or, or possibilities. But there was, no, there was nothing we would do. One day he wasn't in our team, and then the next day he just lobbed in. He just lost yeah. everything. No, the funniest yeah. thing was I was so because I'd never met Flano before. I, I bumped him in the you know at games, hammered head, going blah blah. That was it. And then I sat down with him, had a chat with him, and they were having like a spine meeting. And I've walked out because Flano's office was right next to the main room where they do it. I said, "Hey boys, how are you?" <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, mate, it just felt like I just felt really comfortable there from the get go. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes change is good. You know, you enjoy it straight away. And, and we had a really good year that year. Yeah, mm. around the table of knowledge. Yeah. Table of knowledge. <laughs> Spent some, some good yards on that table. Don't worry about that. Let me ask you a fair income question, yep. all right? So you talk about those memories with the Sharkies and how you instantly fit it in. Yep. Was it not like that at the Dragons? No, I wouldn't say it's not like that. I've actually been there for, what, 14 months. Enjoyed it. It just comes a time where, you know, like I said to you, they've, they've got an opportunity to get these young kids early. You know, I've been playing reserve grade the last couple of weeks. I was 18th man on the weekend. So it's it's an opportunity for myself as well. Uh, did I see the Dragons playing me this year? I don't know. Um, the coach didn't really say too much. You know, he already had the, the 17 there that he had or the 18. So, and then there's a lot of question marks at the Dragons at the moment. You know, they're going to have a coach. Who's going to be the coach there next year? Does that coach see me and his plans? Blah, blah, blah. And for me, the thing with Manly is that they reached out to the Dragons and said, well, we want Woodsy. So I'm, they want me there. And that's all I needed, you know. Yeah. And then I've spoke to Sheebs, you know, I've had a chat and he's told me what he wants from me. You know, they've got Flano there, Jim Dimmick. I played with Jakey Tom, Paseca, Alawai, I've been the Tigers with them. I played with Cherry Evans. It just, it feels very similar to when I went to the, the Cronulla Sharks. Look, they've got a great side, Wado, the Manly. He's going into a good system. And of all the players he's just mentioned, then what about the back rowers, Ulukawa Tau and the bloke Kilmer Tuolangi? I mean, how did Kelma Tuolungi end up there? Tigers. Yeah, mm. he was outstanding on the weekend. Yeah. Obviously, um, Olakuatu, he gets a lot of raps. He's dynamic. Mm. He scored that brilliant try on the weekend, didn't he? Just that one-hand grab. Yeah. Yeah, but the other back row, he's he's looking good. He's mm. dynamic out there. You see him, which a lot of back rowers do these days, they actually sometimes end up out in the back of shape with the centers leading and they're yep. uh, swinging on the back. He's got, you know, a great set of feet on him and really soft hands. Um, he's a threat out there on that left edge for him for sure. Moving on to to your team now, Wado, and last round, they, of course, had a big win over the Dragons. Concerning for the Dragons, I suppose, how even with the Broncos game, they stay in the game for so long and then the score just blows away. 
Nico Hines, I don't want to be Captain Obvious. We normally leave that to you, Woodsy, but <laughs> Nico Hines and Nicara, you know, running onto uh, Nico Hines' passes. I have to be honest, I hadn't noticed Nicara as much as I do this year. It's one of those things, right? He's been a good, a really good player for us for a long time, and he probably hasn't got the raps that he's deserved, but mm. certainly behind closed doors, we respect everything that Britt does for our team. He leads a lot of the effort plays. You see him on the kick chases, you know, chases from marker. And he's just an out-and-out good footballer. And he has been for us for a long time. It's good to that he's getting a bit of raps now. And, you know, people are taking notice. But for sure, we've never taken for granted um, within our four walls the work that he does for us. Uh, we love him. And he's just in a real um, – just a really good place in his career at the moment. He knows what he needs to do. He knows what his job is. He's confident. He comes into work – you know, clear-minded, and he just he just goes after it. Um, and he's certainly a big part of our team, and it's good to see him getting some rewards. And um, you know, obviously, people taking notice of him. He's by far the best hole runner in the game. There's no one runs a better line, better lead line than Britton Akora. <laughs> he, he's unbelievable. It's funny because you know, obviously, you know, footy squads have changed, and the way you train has changed over the years. But I remember when Britt was coming through the twenties, he came through the Toyota Cup system, um, and on. You know, Wednesday or Thursday night, depending on when the game was on the weekend, we used to scrimmage against the 20s. You sort of start to take notice. A lot of the times it could be one-sided because a lot of the drills and a lot of the training is geared towards preparing the first-grade team. But just moments in the scrimmage, like he was a kid, he was 18 or 19, and he's just ripping inside shoulders off or he's kick chasing. He's just the movement in him and the way he trained and the way he just got around the field. You looked at him and I was like, oh, he's going to be something, this kid, like when he gets an opportunity. And then sure enough, Louis retired the next year and Britt came in. and He played in New Zealand that first year he too, He played in New he? Zealand, yeah. So he yeah. came in as a rookie, uh, his debut year, pretty much at the start, yeah. round one, played all season. And then debuted for the Kiwis at the end of the year. And like I said, he probably hasn't got the raps no um, way. over the years. You know, and, and a part of that would be but, but, you know, the last, like us being inconsistent as well. I've always sort of, yeah. say you take last year when we are in the top four, the years before we are sort of floating around the bottom of the eight or yep. the bottom half of the eight. And, you know, if you're in that group, that patch, it means throughout the year your performances have, have been inconsistent, right? So your form as an individual is is certainly um, affected by how the team's going. You know, he's always been a quality player, always has, yeah. and it's good that he's getting some recognition. He's now. that player you want to play with. I reckon T. Wilton's exactly the same. Yeah. They run very tough whole lines on the edges. But like way they said, they lead the kick chase. They do those little crap efforts. Like they, they attack blokes from marker. They dive at their legs. They don't care how their body is after a game. They just – they give you everything out of the out of their juice tank they've got. Yeah, and mm. it's, it's something that if you're sitting on the hill watching, you probably don't take no, notice you don't. of. you don't. But when you're out there, you know – Supports. Your lungs are burning yeah. and, you know, you're looking for, you know, help from your teammates. You notice when those guys are putting that extra effort mm. in because it, it makes your job easier. That's why – those sort of players are the guys you love to play with because they're you know, the first you're picking your team. You know they're going out there and they're going to make your job easier. And you know when it's your time to repay them back, you're willing to pay them back because they'll do the work for you, like you'll do the work for them. Now, one of the highlights, boys, of uh, the season so far, and I don't care who agrees with me or doesn't, has been the online defence of the New Zealand Warriors. I think yes. uh, Nickel Klukstar. I think round one or two, round one, he pulled off an online tackle on Ponga. Among the, yep. Yeah, the, among the best I've seen. But consistently their defence, particularly the online defence of the Warriors, they have, I know it's only round four, they have turned a corner. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a side that you watch like the previous years, like, oh, when are they going to crack? You know, if you're hanging there with the Warriors for 30, 40, 50 minutes, they'll hit a point of the game where you go, all right, we've got them now, and you just you roll on a couple tries. You can tell that Webster's brought, I don't know what, 
d- defensive system he's brought from Penrith, but he's been in a good system the last two years. They're playing for each other. Yeah. That's the hardest thing is when you get blokes that want to do it for each other, mm. they'll just keep showing up. They'll keep turning up. doesn't matter. You know, you, you drop a ball on a trial line. They'll, they're happy to do another set of six. It's a repeat set. They'll give away penalties. They'll give away six against. They don't care because they they, they they trust and they believe in the systems that they've got. And that's the hardest thing as a team. Mm. And that's probably where we struggle at the moment with the Dragons. we got one bloke doing one thing and then another bloke doing another thing. So they're all on the same page. They're, if they're getting up, they're all getting up together. They're, they're, they're sliding. They're jamming. Their wingers and centers are all on the same page. It's it's so good to see because that's what they've really needed to fix. And now they've fixed it. Mm. Mate, the sky's the limit for that side. Well, I only raised that way because you're playing the Warriors this week. Yeah, weekend. we're playing yeah. them this week. And um, <laughs> yeah. no, I agree with what you said. They've certainly, mm. yeah. uh, I feel like they've turned the corner, especially with that commitment in the defense. Like, it's it's a it's a visible trait when you see a team that's committed and they're defending well, you know you can see it. You just notice it in the way they move, in the energy that they have, and the, their willingness to just turn up for each other. Mm. And the Warriors have had that in spades this year. So uh, we'll be at points bet this uh, this weekend back at home, um, and it's a big game for us. Hey, Woodsy, you've probably had to tell this story fifteen times already, but obviously Manly Knights this weekend. Yep. Talk us through your timeline of becoming running on the field as a Manly player. Um, so I spoke to Siebes the other week. Yep. So or the other week. The other week. Sorry, the other day. Sorry, guys. Sorry. The other day, meaning yesterday. And then, yeah, he just said, you know, I'll come through, uh, I think it's Blacktown Seagulls, um, try to get around the group. I think the boys either leave tonight or tomorrow because they're playing in Mudgee. Uh, they're in Mudgee against Newcastle. So they spend the whole week there. It's their home game, do their community stuff, get around the group. And I think we play on Sunday back at Blacktown's home ground. And then just from there, you just got to earn your spot, just get around the boys and then see how it goes. You know, mm. if they keep winning, it, it's hard to break into a side that's going really well. You know what, Would you, you got to join some royalty out there playing in Blacktown. <laughs> First game <laughs> there who's, too. Who's out there, Wado? Well, that was my junior Wado. Yeah, Blacktown yeah, City. Yeah. Blacktown City, Luke Lewis. Yes, Luke, uh, Jennings? No, no, no Jenko was Samaria's, wasn't he? Jeff Lima. Oh, oh Masada, yeah, Jeff Zephyr, Lima. Rest in mm. peace, Masada, he yeah, was there one, as well. Masada, um, one of the greats. Yeah, there's a few out there in Blacktown, but yeah, it's good to see you. My mum used to work at that club for years too, the Lees Club, where yeah. uh, where the ground's at. So you I'm went, sure you've had a couple of beers there, yeah, Wayne. Really, I might actually get out there and heck with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring the old man down, we'll have a couple of beers yeah. on the hill and we'll yeah, yell out at Woodsy. You beauty. We'll take a break, boys, but before we do, we've had a, a stack of people congratulating you here through the Triple M through emails and whatnot to say congratulations, Woodsy, to go to the new club. I won't go through them now. There is one here from some mob about, Please return Mazda BT50. Oh, is that, stop it. Is, do you have somebody? Is, 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 is it Phil? Phil. Phil. Filthy from, Phil. What? This Rockdale Phil, Mazda. Phil from Rockdale Mazda. Okay. He wants back the BT50. No, 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 mate. I've already spoke to Phil. Um, he's sales and uh, I think it's spare parts. Mad Manly supporter. They're happy to continue the support. Appreciate mm. it, Phil. Love you, big fella. Yeah, look, I saw you driving in and it, mate. Just remember there's a car wash right around the corner oh, from your joint. Stop, <laughs> stop it. Let's take a break. This is Footy Talk on Listener with Wado Woodsy and Maroon. Footy talk on the listener app with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. Fellas, uh, a lot of talk around at the moment about expansion. And I said to you yep. on and off the air, I find this whole topic very interesting. When I was 15, they announced the Illawarra Steelers and the Raiders were coming in. I was very interested to see how that would work. I've always been interested in um, how a team comes into the competition what's involved behind the scenes because we do always hear oh, the Dolphins. success starts at the at the front office and look how good the Dolphins are going because they were a successful club for probably 100 years before they got an NRL. And you're happy they got their first loss? No, I'm not happy they got <laughs> their first loss. I love Wayne Bennett. 
I just told you the bubble's going to burst. <laughs> all right? Just like yours at Manly. But don't worry about that. No, well, kidding. mate, I'll get on the back of South because I've got a good record of mocking people. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Wasn't, you, that, wasn't that one He's, of the epics? Oh. You are the greatest mocker. Don't ever say I'm looking well or anything like that. <laughs> Jeez, right? fit in yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> this Pacifica team, boys, this is the team that's apparently going to represent, as I understand, PNG, uh, Samoa, and Tonga, a group of islands. This team is going to represent all these island nations and be based. This is all sketchy, but it's all sketchy at the moment anyway. Speculation. Speculation. And so details are sketchy because it's all speculation. First up, we hear they're going to be based in town in uh, Cairns, right? And I have to say, they say no idea is a bad idea, but I'm 57 years old. I've been at the footy every week since I was seven. This has got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Why is that? Well, as I've said before, an NRL team, merged teams can't live peacefully. How can one team represent four different nations, right, and be based in Cairns, okay? So what happens, and then they're relying on they're going to get all these players from Tonga and Samoa and PNG. What happens when what happened to the Dolphins? They approach all these players and don't get them. Who's going to play for Pacifica then? All blokes at Australian. Yeah, but you know what? I think with the Dolphins, they only had 12 months. If we're going to bring the Pacific Nations in, they've got to have a, a, a better time frame than what yeah, the Dolphins okay. have. okay. But all right, well, okay, let's just assume they approach the king hitters, the big players yep. of those islands, and then they don't get them. And then who's going to represent Pacifica? Yeah, but, and, but, but, but what happens if they do get But what happens uh, if they, they get don't coach? get them? That's the thing. Well, so what what and then what happens if they get half a dozen Samoans and only two PNG players? PNG are going to say, we don't want to watch this mob. It's they got about, half I reckon, a dozen. I reckon, they, I reckon the, they wouldn't say we don't yeah. want They would love to watch this but, mob. Okay, so well, they're only going to be watching them three times a year because that's the only amount. How much are they watching them now, Maroon? And then ha- zero. There we go. Okay. Three's then, better than none. Either, as I've said to you before, Woodsy, either give them a team or don't give them a but team. It's not about representing... You don't need to be a Pacific to play for the team. You represent the team and you represent okay. the area well, what, and the what, community. What, what, I'm where, not from Cronulla. What area do you represent, Wader? Do you represent? Well, I represent what, Cronulla, I don't understand. I'm not from Cronulla. I'm not from Cronulla. I, I, I grew okay. up in Blacktown, as you just all said, right. but now I play for Cronulla. I represent the Cronulla community. I understand. Okay. All right. Well, if I take that on board, how can you represent four different countries? Well, well it's the Pacific. And then, they represent the Pacific community. And then this is where the shit fight will start. Well, Josh then, Papa Lee has represented Samoa and Australia. That's two countries. Uh, you're purposely missing my point here, all right? No, okay? I, I hear your point. Yeah. And, well, I understand your I, point. I understand. It is a challenge. It will be a challenge. Yeah. And there will be many hurdles that they mm. need to overcome. But as Woodsy said, if there was to be a Pacifica team, this idea, it needs to be vetted. It needs to be troubleshooted to make sure where the issues might be. They need to have a look at the dolphin, see um, issues they encountered in their 12 months coming in, and you need the right people running it. That's what you okay, need Okay, the there's coach. another thing. Who's going to run it? Imagine well, imagine that, when they start so in fighting. That's what we're saying, Maroon. We're saying you can't just say, all right, next year we're bringing Pacifica into the competition. We need to do all the information, the background work on what happened with the Redcliffe Dolphins, the pros, the cons. So when we do this, the new venture – we sort of got a base on what we can work you, on. You can't. I you're think comparing you apples in. with oranges. I think no, they should I'm get not. you in to run it because no. you're pointing out all the problems they're going to face. That's just mate, the start of the problem. If it's worth an earn, you'll be in there of with your hands I going, would. Yes, I'll be in there please. doing a corporate. There's no question. We'll, There's no well, question. How about we run it? We'll get in there and we'll run it. Okay, what about this? What about you get a car? Some Maybe you guys don't, but you get a car or, you know, NRL clubs, certainly mine, 
are well represented or endorsed or have the backing of local real estate agents, uh, car yards. What benefit is a car yard in Samoa going to have involving themselves or a real estate agent they can, they can or a travel, third party travel agents. and or okay, travel agents, all right. And then who sits on the board of this club that represents? That's what we're and talking about. And how on earth are they going to get on? This is, this is the information on. background they've got to do. This is how they got to the process. They're learning from the Red Cliff and that's what they're going to take out of it. And then, okay, and then who gets to decide where, let's just say, the Pacifica side have got to play West Tigers. Well, no one's going to want that game. They're going to want the game when Pacifica plays the Melbourne Storm or the Rabbitohs yeah, or the well, Roosters. Mate, the clubs don't get to decide who and where they play. That's up to the mate, NRL. If this <laughs> gets <laughs> off the ground, if mate, this gets off the see, ground. some of your arguments, you've got no. Mate, my <laughs> arguments are thought. <laughs> no, my arguments not. are thought out. No. Okay, they're not going to get any third-party deals from anyone. Well, they have the right only limited, There's only limited corporate support for a club that is representing re- represented by four different countries. What about, right? what about they if they, they might, get they a gun might. marketing team, right, and they have the marketing team go out there and get sponsors that are actually interested in representing and, and But there's a lot of money in P&G. There, there Did you is, sell? Like, you got a lot of stuff just, over there. You're and just tossing no, like And then what? They're going to have to do up all the – surely, surely to God – Papua New Guinea, Samoa and Tonga have got better things to spend their money on than upgrading facilities for an NRL team. It brings in income with all your travel, Listen, mate. Listen, mate, I tell you what, I will give you. I will say this here now. If this does get off the ground, which I think is absolutely burko oh, well, if, if and does, ludicrous. If, if it, and when it does get off the ground, you've got to be number one ticket holder. Yeah, if and I like when that, it actually, does, like if that. and when it does, if it goes more but than he's, five years, he's a man, that'll do me. He's a man that doesn't follow through with his bets. I do follow through That's with my he's bets. That's still a man. He, I do follow through <laughs> with my I never actually made that bet. So I just want to say, you guys, your argument is um, I'll just say your one thing argue, to you too. Is, Failed to prepare, prepare to fight. Yeah, right. Both your clubs are backed by corporate support, right? Not only at Every international. Club's by yes, of support. course, at national and international level. By imagine the car the, yard up the, the road. Imagine the tourism that they're going to get from Why are Samoa. they what? For, for the three games they get a year. Mate, well, if you for the up, three games mate, they get a year. Three in each one. Okay, what if they get West and Tigers bring versus back Samoa? To, mate, there's a lot of Pol- Polynesian oh, players out mate, there. Please. Well, mate, that's for what that is nonsense. What about, what that's right. for the what about team, the Samoan players? Huh? If, say they play against uh, the Pacific Nations in Samoa and they've got all the Polynesian, the Samoan players in their team. Are there whole families or people going to want to go to there and watch them play? Well, it depends on how many – but and still how many people does that equate to? But and how many times are they so going much, to beat there? Bring in so much. And what happens at Magic Round when one of these little countries don't get a game? It is absolutely – because there's another right, team. Newcastle don't get a, a game this year because there's a boy. Let's bring a team in that there's represents – There's 17 teams. There'll be 18 then, so everyone gets a game. Let's bring in a team that so represents – facts behind his nah, – no There's facts. nothing but facts behind there's my argument. You are Let's bring in a team that represents the US. USA and Canada. I mean, oh, oh, I've been part for of God's that. sake, mate, oh, merge teams America, can't. I'll be going there in a heartbeat. Merge teams <laughs> aren't a half, success. My kids are half Canadian. I'll, I'll get a oh, start listen, up. Mate. I'll get a Wait, start no, up. Honestly, he wouldn't count as an overseas player. He'd be home. <laughs> <laughs> you two are really. No, we're glass half full, guys. That's, That's what we are. So am I. Up. But no, this is absolute absolute nonsense. You're just throwing it out. This is like the the North Sydney thing again. Oh, we want to merge with someone. Chance with Perth. Oh, good. I don't care. Listen, if you're happy with it. You've got your head up your ass. Woodsy's Front Row Forum. Front Row Forum. Just, just before we get into this, because I know where Woods is going to head, I think. I've already tipped weight up about my Front Row Forum yeah. this week. We need a bit of help. With all these issues that you have, yeah. with the expansion mm. that, we know you have a direct line into the NRL. 
So, oh, yes, so here we go. So you can put all your <laughs> yes, problems to the coalface. I will. I'll speak to Andrew Abdo so, personally. So just getting checking my email list. It yeah. probably doesn't sound like paper, but I've printed it out. So this one, right, it comes to my attention that some person in this room has emailed a certain somebody at the NRL yeah. and he's tagged a certain couple of people in this room and we've all been advised and we've all got this email yeah. in return as well. Mm. And the one thing that surprised me most was how quick he got back to you. We'll get that on another yeah, point yeah, later. Yeah. Mate, so this is from the first person. Mate, it's Anthony Maroon here from Triple M. Just wanted to bring to someone's attention a drama that commentators face in the NRL. Some of the numbers that are impossible to see, I assume if it's an issue for commentators, it's an issue for supporters. A couple of standouts in this category would be the jumper that Manly wore on Saturday night. Half the number is white on a white background. True. South's home jersey has a small black number. Hello, uh, Shannon um, and everybody <laughs> at South. The jersey Penrith wore in the, in the World Club Challenge had a dark blue number on a back on a brown background. Crap. These are not isolated incidents. True. I assume NRL jumpers have to be approved with NRL. If so, I think it's worth looking at. <laughs> Jumper numbers are vital. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Sincerely, Anthony Maroon. Correct. XOXO. <laughs> Who did he send that to, would he? So he has sent that to the great Andrew Abdo. <laughs> and then literally within three minutes, so that was at uh, 8.59 a.m., at 9.02 a.m., hi, Anthony. Thanks for the feedback. I agree with your points and have informed the licensing teams to have a look at this and avoid the situation in future approvals. We are taking a look at future games this season as well. I appreciate the note. Regards, Andrew, XOXO. Wow. Yeah, XOXO. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. This Pacific team won't want to get on the wrong mate, side. I'm telling you, I'm ringing Andrew Abdo right now. If he's got time to write back to your stupid emails, <laughs> yeah. he's not working hard mate, enough. I'm getting on the phone to him. Uh, have we still got a... CBA, we've got to oh, get mate, through. I'm getting on the phone him. He can't yeah. be carrying over here, emailing him. Or nonsense. We could nonsense. get this bloke promoting our CBA negotiation deals because it's going to get happen like that then. Mate, all I will say about the great Andrew Abdo, he understands there are not just players in the great game of NRL. <laughs> Commentators have a concern, they get looked at, and that's how quickly an email gets turned around. There's a lot of people that could learn from that. I like it. I like I it. I like it, mate. At least if you've got a problem, you're not scared to say it, mate. Well done. Straight to the top two. You didn't mess around. Didn't no? there. Not through the licensing. No, 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 no exactly. Not marketing. No, straight, straight, straight to the no, top, nothing. mate. I like it. I like it. Numbers in the NRL are too hard to see. Why have them? Why have number plates on cars if you can't see them? So Why have numbers on front doors? Anyway, do you have a forum or is this just a stitch-up? This is just a stitch-up today. That's why I didn't let you say it. Yes, yes. All right. Well, look, a couple of beauties that this from the man that brought us um, the man <laughs> oh, that go. brought us uh, the... forced and unforced error. We're all calling the footy the other night where Captain Obvious, oh. Wado, he <laughs> says to me and Wade, you know what? South's have got a lethal left side. <laughs> Fair dinkum. <laughs> Alex Johnson no, scored 60 tries said, in the last two said, seasons. We need to go to South's lethal left side. Yeah, yeah. And then from that moment, <laughs> I reckon what possibly could go wrong went wrong for myself. And I just had to stop talking about South's lethal left side because I was dead set putting the mock on him. AJ couldn't catch a ball. Uh, Cody Walker couldn't throw a pass. And, yeah, I just felt really bad. Like, I cost him, nearly cost him the game. Mm. Well, what's next from you? Nico Hines adds something to the Sharks. Oh, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm just not going to go anywhere. Tigers are struggling this year. What? 
Huh? You're looking very, very well. <laughs> oh. No, but in the Ferdingham department, Woodsy, we love you very much. And, and we, I love you, Zor. Yeah. And we hope you do well at Manly. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm not going to say nothing because I don't want to mock it. No, exactly. Yeah, nice. <laughs> He's learned his lesson. He's learned yeah. his lesson. And wait, oh, only a couple of more weeks for you and then you're <laughs> – He's got the bye too. Yeah. That just – It's been a long – I feel like it's been a long time between games. <laughs> mm. So what we thought we'd do is when you two team up against each other, we've got to do so. – Chicka White, our producer – had this wonderful idea that we'll do something special on the podcast. We might come out and well, it works enjoy out the good now because we I'll could be a what, chance of playing each other now. Me and Woodsy, we used to have some runnings when we were younger, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. He was used to before the refs figured him out. He'd always hold me down, like pin me in always tackles. Waiter. Always, I know why, not, but it was always he'd always get me, and we'd laugh about it on yeah, the field. And the ref would, all the time would penalise me for holding down, but it was really Woodsy. <laughs> it was like making it messy. And I remember there was one time where you go, "Mate, you got me again." Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just laughing my head off. And were you playing for the Tigers? Every time he used to. Get me, I was like, you got him again, Woodsy. Mm. You got him, but then he come to the Sharks, couldn't earn a penalty because they, they were under him by yeah, that stage. They knew it. all of his tricks, so <laughs> I was on the other side of it. Well, this has been another fantastic episode of Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy, and Maroon. If you would like to hear us more times every week, go old school and send an envelope in with a stamped envelope inside, and we will respond to your correspondence. Until then, bye for now. <laughs>